Hey, everybody, it's that time again. Believe Sports Biz, Sports Media. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfredadao.com, sportsfredadao.com. Also heard on pod clips around the world, along with uh, compatriots Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, art source of Galaxy Sports in uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, of course, next week, uh, the Masters. And Artie, you were a professional golfer, so I've got to ask you this question. Uh, you think there'll be a lot of conversation about the Saudi golfers who are competing in the Masters, or do you think they'll sort of uh, pass that by? What do you, you think? Know, I, I think, you know, the media is making more of this relationship, the, the acrimony out of this than, than I really actually think the players. I, I think the players still like each other. I don't think they, they see each other as much as, as, as usual. But you've got 14 LIV Tour players competing. Now, one of them is in the top eight at 20 to one Cameron Smith, the Australian guru with the putter. Um, he's one of the guys you're looking at Scotty Scheffler and Rory McElroy are the two favorites. Um, you've got a lot of players that are making moves like Cameron Young, Max Homa. You've got a lot of defending champions. Tiger Woods is 50 to one Fred. He used to be five, six, seven to one in the old days when you were betting yeah. on the masters, yeah, yeah. you know, as you look down the list, I see for the first time in a long time, you know, you might have 40, 50 players who are in with a shot to win the Masters. And, you know, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful event. It's the 87th playing of the Masters. And uh, I think it's going to be wonderful. You know, hopefully the weather will be good. And I would just like to see great golf. I don't want to hear about, you know, all the politics involved with the PGA Tour and the LIV and and all that, I just I want to see the first major of the year where all the best players in the world get together to try to get a green jacket. Mark, uh, do you agree that uh, maybe they won't talk a whole lot about that, or do you disagree? What do you think? Well, I I, I think they, they they might bring it all up again. You know, it's 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 quite different with the whole Saudi thing and everything. But I'm trying to reflect the last time I played golf. It was miniature golf. I was four strokes behind. And I ended up winning a $60 pot. Would you hey, have grand, did you have the grandkids on the run? <laughs> no, it, it did quite a the guy, the guy was leading after like 13 holes or something. And he took his foot off the gas and I just came in and snuck. Oh, so I love the miniature golf. Hey, I, I got to say this. Artie's, of course, uh, we've mentioned this many times, 126 years of age. What are you taking as we're doing this show, Artie, to, uh, <laughs> to uh, keep going? I forgot. Oh, oh that's right. Uh, uh, focus, <laughs> focus factor. And uh, of course, awake, awake. It keeps me up for these late nights like this, but uh, Hey, you know, the bottom line is you got to take care of the brain. I did have a doctor's appointment today and I'm still here. Knock on wood. So, got a good I mean, woman you know, too. Hey, uh, you- <laughs> without, without her, I wouldn't have a chance. You know, that, Mark. Uh, Artie, let me ask you, you won $275,000 playing golf, professional golf. How close were you for getting the shot at the Masters? So how, do, how does that occur? I was I was actually a third alternate in uh, in 1994 when I when I won the uh, the Hong Kong Open. And uh, I actually got to play a couple practice rounds down there and it was it was like the cathedral of golf. I mean, I had you know, I had been lucky in my life playing golf at USC with Scott Simpson and Craig Stadler and and playing some of the great courses like Riviera Country Club. But, I mean, there's nothing – well, I will say this. Tokyo Country Club is equivalent to Augusta National. 
It is just that perfect. Not a piece of grass out of place. It is the cathedral of golf history. And uh, I got to tell you, people don't, it doesn't translate as well on TV. Right. High def does a better job. But that course is all up and down hills. When you get done walking that golf course, you know, okay, that you just traversed five miles up and down the hills. So, I mean, it, it is a test. Well, me- and like Fuzzy once said, Mark, you'll like this. He said, it's the best set of eight par fives I've ever played in my life. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you guys something. Taking the, 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 the big guys out of the equation here, you know, the, the favorites. Um, who was your favorite? Because mine was Payne Stewart. All time? Yeah. yeah. Mine was- I, I was a fuzzy stellar guy. Fuzzy to go right. there for the first time and win the tournament as a rookie at Augusta. And I mean... It propelled his career. Um, I also got to say, watching Tiger win the first one and hugging his dad, you know, blowing the field out, that was an incredible moment as well. But, you know, I go back to 1976 when Raymond Floyd blitzed the the field. That was, to me, one of the great performances of all time. And, you know, I also, I love when Bubba won his two because, you know, to see the emotion on his face and, you know, it, there's one sad thing about the Masters this year is we've got one of the champions, Angel Cabrera, is actually in yeah. jail in Argentina right now, and he's been kind of forgotten, and he is a Masters champion. And, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in life, and, and you got to pull for people sometimes going through tough times. And uh, I just I just hope that, you know, the, the players nobody get had the, Nobody had the knickers like Payne Stewart. Now, Payne Please. was a class act. I played a lot of golf tournaments in Asia with, with pain. I got to tell you a cute story about that. You'll enjoy this. We were playing in the, uh, the Singapore masters and I actually had, I was tied for the lead after three rounds and I went down and I was running a little bit late, get down to the range. And you know, the monkeys ran all over this golf course, real monkeys. Okay. So pain had taken a bunch of bananas and squashed them up and put them in my shoes. Right. So I'm in a hurry. I throw my shoes on. And for 18 holes, I had monkeys all over me. I mean, it was like. <laughs> oh my God. All right. He would at walk the, by on the fairway and he'd look at he George. At the Masters, Jim Nance, of course, will be doing it. And uh, this Monday coming up, uh, he'll be doing his last uh, tournament NCAA game. And uh, we'll start with Mark. Uh, what does Jim Nance mean to you as far as uh, college basketball and the big tourney is concerned? Mark, what do you think? I love Jim Nance. He's great. He lays it out, but boy, oh boy, do I miss Billy Packer. I love Billy Packer and God rest his soul. But at Jim Nance, great, great. I mean, he's, he's a great broadcaster, but if I'm looking at the college basketball hand, I, I definitely miss Billy Packer. Artie, what do you think about the uh, Jim Nance uh, deciding well, uh, uh, to hang it know, up as far as basketball is concerned? I know the whole story, how they found Jim Nance originally. Um, and used uh, Peter Lund. Yeah. Peter Lund was was actually on a skiing trip with his son, who ran Channel 15, the ABC affiliate in Phoenix, and uh, they were watching the sports report one night while they were up skiing in in Utah. And Jim Nance came on the air, and both of them looked at each other because they were looking for somebody to eventually replace Pat Summerall at CBS. And Peter Lund was the president of CBS Sports at the time. And they went and they met with him, and, and Jim Nance is who he is. He's a complete gentleman. He's a professional. He went from straight from KSL in Salt Lake City 
within a within a year, he was doing college basketball, and he and of course Frank Sherkanian loved him on golf, and that allowed uh, Pat Summerall to go to Fox. And I, I got to be honest with you, I, I think he's doing the right thing. He signed a big multi-year deal. His kids are, are getting older. He wants to spend time with his family. And, you know, I, I love the fact that he does NFL football at the highest level. He did basketball for years. But to follow you, Mark, he pretty and, and Hill, and they do a good job on the games. But I miss Al McGuire, Billy Packer, and Dick Enberg doing college basketball. Well, Fred, and giving it back over to you, you, you can't find anybody better than Pat Summerall and John Madden, and then you put Kurt Gowdy with Tony Kubek. Mm. Oh, my God. Talk about 60s baseball. The game of the week, baby. And that's yeah. when baseball had, what, one game, maybe a couple games if the Giants were playing the Dodgers in L.A. or the Yankees were at Yankee Stadium playing the Angels. Yeah, it was. those were the days. And, you know, I – I got to tell you, we were talking earlier on Sports Overnight America about the greatest era. And Fred, you hit it on the head. The 50s was incredible. You were right as well. The 60s and the 70s, Mark. You know, those those were, there's just something about, you know, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. You remember? I mean, it was just going to the Dodger games in those days. And I mean, Oh, man, was there anything better than that sitting in the pavilion getting some baseball so you can play the next day? All right. Three dollars. Sports Biz, Sports Media. In our last two or three minutes, uh, the uh, Los Angeles Angels, Artie wow. Marino, no longer sending his radio guys on the road to save a few bucks. Art, again, in, in a minute or so, to give us uh, your quick thoughts about that. Well, you know, I did AAA baseball on the radio for many years and I was lucky lucky enough to be a finalist for three different opportunities and I will say this I disagree with that completely um, I think you know baseball is a game where you need to be there to talk to the guys in the clubhouse you need to get that inner feeling you need to be there you know on the on premises otherwise we go back to the to 30s and 40s when they recreated games on radio and I mean that was wonderful but that was because, you know, they couldn't go on the trains for all these long road trips and everything. But I think it's they're doing themselves a disservice. And I feel bad for the fans of the of the California Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Mark Mancini, uh, you're a Pirates fan. But do you have any thoughts about the Angels not paying their radio guys on the road, not sending yeah, their radio guys on the road? That's remarkable, because when I look at owners, I look at Artie Moreno as a generous guy. He, he cut the beer sales and everything. I look at cheap owners. I had to look at Calvin Griffith, Charlie <laughs> Finley. I mean, I, I, yeah, he, he, the list can go on and on. But he's raised the uh, parking prices now from, 10, yeah, to from 10 to 20. I saw that. And you know what, Fred? We were talking about it earlier on Sports Overnight America. You know, the Dodgers had a pretty good rotation for years. Same with the Braves on TBS. You know, I look back at Dwayne Stats and Harry Carey and Steve Stone. And, uh, and Chip Carey when they did Cubs games on WGN nationally. If you have four guys, you can rotate the four guys through radio and TV. And, you know, and, and I mean, as a broadcaster, yeah. TV baseball is wonderful, but a real broadcaster, and Vince Kelly would be the first to tell you this, likes to do play-by-play radio broadcasts. That's the yeah. game. The, the emerald green grass, the orange warning track, the crowd, you know, the, 
like like I remember John Madden talking about the bunting. You know, he loved opening day because they had the bunting, the red, white, and blue bunting. You know, there's something to be said for that, and I think you're missing the nuance. And and I think if Artie Moreno had to think about it again, I think he would do something differently. All right, yeah. this has been uh, Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also we're on Pod Clips. Uh, Mario, thank you. Art, thank you. Uh, Mark, thank you. And uh, we'll see you around the corner with more Believe Sports Biz Sports Media.